0: Yeah, I got Vinceify Vincify first. Vince it up, man. Okay.
1: Alright, I convince. I <laughs> can I convince. I can Vince, not I convince. I convince. Welcome to Saturday morning superstars.
0: That's pretty good. I convince is a t shirt.
1: That, I a- convince. <laughs> that is a t shirt. We should start some merch.
0: march this is probably going to air in god knows when yeah we have a lot in the can but i was thinking uh we we march madness the current feud's going on okay (laughs) and uh and and you you get to pick the winner here oh goody all right so we got this yeah i, like this game. I know you're, you're a bracket guy i am a bracket guy i'm all about brackets well here's the seeds we got warrior shango yeah we got the big ones we got warrior shango undertaker berserker we got macho flair mm-hmm. and brett sean and the lower tiered ones are tatanka martel mm-hmm. nails boss man disasters money inc and beverly's lod okay Okay. So we got Warrior Shango in the top box here. All right. I'm going to do the upset
1: and say Shango. Shango with the voodoo. I'm going Shango with the voodoo. Gets the best of the warrior. Takes him down with the black goo. Uh, how about Tatanka versus the model? Tatanka versus the model. Undefeated Tatanka. Actually, should I? I, I got to preface this. Is it who I like better or who I think would win in a match?
0: I think if you took this thing away from all reality yeah. and you had these two characters actually face off in an octagon.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: No scripted ending. Okay. You know, the Joker shows up and I like breaks a broom handle and says, "We're having auditions." Yeah. And walks out the door. Who? Who comes out? <laughs> who leaves the nice. Thunderdome? Fan. Two man enter. Yes. One man leaves. Yes. Rides off into
1: the sunset with Tina Turner. That's right. Okay.
0: Uh, let's go.
1: Let's go. I think Satanka would beat the model. All right. Besides his gimmick, he's he's a pretty built dude and could probably kick kick your ass
0: all right uh undertaker berserker i gotta go with undertaker on that but the, yeah i mean the berserker did, did try to stab him that's true but he's already dead So knew what well, knew. i mean are they you are they using weapons or you uh, probably not no we'll, okay, we'll keep okay. it hand in okay. hand okay okay nails boss man nails
1: boss man i'm going nails on that nails is a big nasty looking dude yeah i get the feeling like the
0: boss band's really a teddy bear yeah i see that M-
1: macho flair macho fool that's a tough one hmm who could beat the shit out of the other person i'm gonna say macho because he's just a little crazier than flair
0: yeah flair's like this is a job macho is like that unhinged yeah i don't think he's actually playing a character
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: this one's probably gonna be tough the disaster mm-hmm. versus money inc
1: Ooh. yeah <sighs> oh. Mm. my heart is saying my, my heart is saying money ink. my head is saying disasters my heart is saying money ink. all right so what's winning i just think you know what i you know i i don't i i think like irs could beat the shit out of half the roster <laughs> yeah i think so too i totally think he could that the Rotunda's a big dude that can just kick the shit out of you uh
0: but earthquake was an actual sumo wrestler. Mm, yeah, that's true. Like, he was a legit
1: dude. I don't know, man. Rotunda's got hands, man. He could, like, hit you with them meat hooks. Knock you down.
0: Brett Sean. Oh, Brett Sean. I'm thinking Brett. Like, Sean was an act. Brett could actually hook you.
1: Oh, yeah. Brett. Yeah, that's true. Brett could. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'd go Brett. I agree. Beverly's versus the Legion of Doom.
1: Now, this one's tough. Uh, yeah, I totally think... Uh, I want to go... Based on what I've seen in the ring, I want to go Beverly Brothers on that because it just looks like they have more skill like in the ring which could probably be translated outside of the ring a little bit better. Like LODs like just all big hits and then the the um Beverly Brothers look like they're a little bit more polished. They know what they're doing a little bit better. So I think they could translate that Outside of the ring. So I'm going to go Beverly Brothers on that.
0: Shango Tatanka in the Elite Eight.
1: Shango Tatanka. I'm saying... Uh, I'm going to stay with Shango on that. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Papa's a, a big
0: dude, man. Nails Taker, which I think actually happens. Ooh. Mm. Mark Calloway kills this man. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: Nails, <laughs> maybe it's just his persona, but Nails just seems like a little bit crazy on the edge. Like, Oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I gotta go with Taker, just for experience sake. He's beating them all. This
0: would probably have to be some kind of, uh, bizarro handicap, or one guy at a time. Macho mm-hmm. versus Money, Inc.
1: Ooh, macho versus Money, Inc. I still think Rotunda could beat the shit out of everybody. All right. I'm going Money, Inc. Beverly's Brett in some kind of weird
0: handicap match.
1: Yeah, Beverly's
0: Brett. Um, I'm gonna go Brett on that one. Yeah, Stay Brett. All right, we're doing good. Uh, Shango Taker, the battle of uh, two friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: they're good friends there.
0: Um, the final four.
1: Yeah, Shango's a big dude, but so is Taker. Uh, I think I got to take Taker on that one. All right, Taker in the finals.
0: We got Money, Inc. and Brett.
1: Money, Inc. and Brett. Ooh, this is getting tough. So it's like DiBiase versus Brett or Rotunda versus Brett. It's
0: one of them has to fight. The other one yeah. just stays outside. Yeah. But it could be either one. I think I, I'm going to go Brett. I see Brett. Welcome to 1995-ish. It's Taker versus Brett. <laughs> yeah. Taker versus Brett. Um, For the win. Whole tourney. For the win. I think I'm going to go Brett. Brett. Brett beats Taker. I'm going to say Brett. I think Brett wins it. Yeah, I think Brett's going to beat Taker. Brett wins the 1992 pre-SummerSlam March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> right. Very cool.
1: At least in my mind. I'm sure there's somebody out there, you know, out of our all of our 10 listeners, uh, that would would probably be dispute dispute me on some of that, but uh,
0: yeah, well, you go tweet and write your essay. Yeah, go ahead. So I did one for the red tights, but only eight. <laughs> Couldn't okay. remember more than eight of them.
1: <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. No, I I I like how you have some of these guys on here because
0: I I mean I already know who my winner is, and you know who my winner is. So. Uh, yeah, I think okay. I think I do. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna highlight it. Yeah, just, just to see if I'm right with you, with yeah. your pick, Gilberg. Okay, Gilberg versus whoever that headbanger guy becomes. Uh, uh, Glenn, Ruth. Glenn, Glenn Ruth. Glenn Ruth. Glenn
1: Roof becomes Thrasher. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Gilberg okay. versus Glenn. Uh, I gotta go Glenn on that man. Gil- Gilberg's not a very big dude. Sorry, no,
0: he's not. He's a he's a good loser. Yeah. Cato versus uh Red Tyler, who we've seen many, many times.
1: Yes, we have. And we actually see him again uh in this week's episode. Yes, we do. We see him today. Uh I gotta go Kato on that one. Yeah, Kato. Definitely, definitely Kato on that. Kato. Uh,
0: on the other end, we have Horowitz versus Jimmy Powers.
1: I gotta, I, I gotta go with my boy Horowitz. Yeah, Horowitz. You know, he, he he lost a lot of matches, but I think he could take some people.
0: These are both sequin guys who do something with their arms to their back.
1: Yes, that's true. Oh, there you yes. go.
0: Yeah. The Brooklyn Brawler versus Jumping Jim Bronzel. That's a tricky one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Sl- that is that. That was, that was the sleeper.
1: Yeah, that is the sleeper. Um. Because I think Brooklyn Brawlers uh, could, could like, mess you up. But Jumpin' <laughs> Jim's a big dude, too. Yep. Um, I'll say Jumpin' Jim. I'm going to go Jumpin' Jim there. Jim, the killer bees. Yeah, I
0: love the killer bees. All right, so we got Glenn, soon to be a headbanger, versus Kato. Glenn versus Kato. I'm going Kato on that. Kato in the finals. Harwitz versus Jim Bronzel.
1: Oof. I wanted Horowitz to win this whole thing, but now that I'm thinking about it, mm,
0: I might have to go Jim Bronzel on that. This would be a really cool match. Jim Bronzel versus Cato. Yes, yeah, so it would.
1: That would be a decent match. I know. I like it. That is a good match. <laughs> that is a good match. I can book it. I can book, book, this. book it. Book this shit.
0: Yeah. Red and Tight <laughs> Wrestling. Yes. RTW. 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 <laughs> Cato
1: versus Jim Br- Or Yeah. Jumping Jim um i'm gonna go kato man
0: kato beats bronzel
1: i'd yeah, never say kato. that
0: that's just not right. <laughs> all right kato's our big winner yeah kato he is wins the red tight bracket all right let's actually he, start this show he <laughs> <is> <laughs> in my eyes all right that might be the cold open before the vince it up yes all right that whole thing is the cold that whole open. thing's the cold theme song insert here yeah. <laughs> that's awesome
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right Well, it is July 25th. It is 1992. We are still at the Glen Falls Civic Center, now known as the Cool Insuring Arena.
0: Cool Insuring?
1: Yes, Cool Insuring. Not Cool Insurance? It's not Cool Insurance so i i want to look up what cool insuring is i should really do some more research no we shouldn't why would would you
0: do why would you ever waste your life trying to figure out why this is not i know this is not
1: this is not a podcast where we like go deep dive into. yeah this isn't
0: history of the civic center
1: (laughs) but i well i you know looking at that title i'm just like okay cool insuring uh is it a like is it an, is it an HVAC place or is it an insurance <laughs> place? I'm not. Is it is it just a really chill insurance
0: place? It's just named by whatever local insurance guy is in that area. I guess I run this town.
1: Well, I found it funny because I went to them. I went to the Wikipedia page, right? Stop. And I love how like <laughs> people do these things. Because, you know, I just want to learn that, like, is it still alive? Is it still there? And that's how I found out it was cool and sharing. I and mean, you go into the history, and the first thing they have for history is when the Grateful Dead played there. Wow. <laughs> So May 8th, 1980, the Grateful Dead played the Glen Falls Civic Center. I was like, oh, okay.
0: Big moment for them. Check this segue out. Okay. Speaking of classic rock, then. Exactly. We've got uh, Perfect and Vince here, and it's just in time for Mick Jagger's birthday, man. Yes, <laughs> that's excellent. Thank you. I love how they introduce each other. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And Mr. Perfect and Perfect like, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, very dainty. It's like, hello, Mr. Perfect here. There's a couple of good perfect spots in this one. Uh, he's sporting the 90s wind conductor, Mock Turtleback. Nice, love it. And he actually had to kind of align that, because this stuff's done in the studio, and he does some actual run-ins in the show, so they had to, like, make sure he's wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Uh, Jagger's going to SummerSlam, you know. Because he's British, and and that was another thing I wanted to look up,
1: but like I really don't care. I wonder if Mick Jagger was actually at SummerSlam
0: '92. I would highly doubt it. I have I have this all messed up because yeah. I didn't remember this thing having ninety thousand people at Wembley Stadium. I swear this thing was at Royal Albert Hall. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm thinking about a different show. Yeah, or or they moved it. Yeah, they were they were talking that all night. How how there was going to be 90,000 people there all night. They keep on teasing that Ric Flair is out and the Warrior is in. Yes. And we get Rolling Stone puns.
1: Lots of Rolling Stone puns. Uh, he was out in the cold like a Rolling Stone. He gets no satisfaction. You can't always get what you want. And then I enjoyed the bit of foreshadowing. Foreshadowing that was that was put into place here by, by Perfect and Vince saying that uh, um, Perfect was not leaving the booth at all. At all. Wasn't going to leave the booth at all tonight. It does leave the booth, and yeah, But but that was, that's, that's what he said at the beginning. So I was assured that he would not leave the booth.
0: Well, with a minute and 30 seconds in, we already know that we're going to have a face-to-face of Macho Warrior, Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels, Tatanka Nails, and the Beverly Brothers. Nice, nice. And within two minutes of the opening, not 20 Monday Night Raw, looking right at you. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Tatanka comes out, and he's fighting red-tight Peter Maltz. Peter Maltz. Mott. It was Peter Maltz. And do you know who Peter Maltz is? He looks like a bad Drew McIntyre cosplayer. <laughs> do you know
1: who he is? I, I looked this up. I was like, holy shit. That's Perry Saturn. No, it's
0: not. Yeah, it is. Oh, my. Perry Saturn looks <laughs> like a very bad 80s magician right now.
1: Yes. I said Saturn sporting the long ponytail.
0: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> he looks like a special effects ab- uh, expert from, like,
1: 1987. They go back and take a good look at his face, and I was just like, oh, yeah. That's him. That's that's Perry Saturn. Oh, man, he, he should have gone on the, our red tight list. He's a real dude. Yeah, stick a fuzzy bucket hat on him and you might recognize him. Yeah, put him in a dress. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Tataka is undefeated. Vince is calling his fans the tribe. That would never fly right now. No, I don't think so. Can't call anybody the tribe, apparently. The kid has his feathers now. The kid took his feathers. He's sitting there in the front row with his feathers. How is that possible? Well, uh, this is just proof that the model did it. He, he made the feathers a fashion statement. Little kids are buying it. Everybody's wearing feathers now. He's the, a trendsetter. Everything he said was correct.
1: <laughs> the, they're buying the feathers because Martel has them right now. They yeah, would have never bought them if Tatanka <laughs> kept them.
0: I didn't think we would have never had that. He hates Tatanka. He's not a fan of Tatanka at all. He's <laughs> actually a fan of the model Rick Martel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. They should
1: be selling, like, little tiny kid berets with the feathers coming off the sides. That would be awesome.
0: Rick Martell tomahawks.
1: Yes, (laughs) Rick Martell tomahawks. But they all have to have, like, little tiny feathers hanging off the sides. Definitely.
0: That is awesome. Yeah, man. oh We got some yeah. chops. We got an inverted atomic drop, a clothesline, and uh, perfect. And Vince could care less, because um, well, it's really weird. This thing is a Venn diagram. We got the stuff that they're still promoting on the tour. They're still promoting SummerSlam. None of it's making sense, because in here they're still talking about the model feud. Yeah. And, you know, by the end of the show, this is not a feud. It's
1: yeah. Goofy. It's already done, because we'll we'll see how that works as as we progress here. Um, but yeah, they they're still they're still promoting the Rick Martell Tatanka thing. They even have a Tatanka promo picture in picture right in the middle of this, where he's calling Rick Martell out uh, with some pretty harsh words with with each new moon. I like that line, (laughs) Martell. With each new moon, you (laughs) yes, you saw me standing. You have infuriated the great chiefs. You've infuriated the
0: (laughs) chiefs and the great spirits. Next time we pick a key, we can sing it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah,
1: well, and my promise to them. It's...
0: Oh, I dare you to do this in Blue Moon. Can you uh, do this prom- okay. pr- promo in Blue Moon?
1: Okay, let me get it right. Let me get it a good key there.
0: baba da baba, baba da baba, dang it dang, dang it dang, dang it dang,
1: dang it a dang, It's it a dang, dang it a dang, dang it a dang, dang it a dang, dang it and my great spirit, and my promise to is to take revenge for all of us. Excellent. And then Perfect has the greatest out to this, where he's just like, stop with the screaming.
0: <laughs> I love that. It's the best <laughs> line. I had it written down. Just, just, screaming. Stop, the, just stop, the, stop it. stop it. <laughs> It was awesome. Uh, we got some chicks in the front row digging Tatanka. They're all about the Tatanka. Uh, yeah, they love his his red yeah, they love him. fire hair. Well, he does his shtick. He does everything he does. He does his hip toss, body slam, back drop, dancing chop, more dancing, another chop. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Still, the finisher is a lot of the weakest stuff in some of these guys. Like, the finisher was just like a move. It wasn't a finishing move. Yeah. A back body drop. I mean, the chop off the top rope should be it.
1: Yeah, I like the chop off the top rope.
0: Because then you got to drag the guy back to his feet, put him on your shoulders, and then drop down. And It's not as impressive as going off the top rope with a chop yeah you could
1: probably give them a good you know chop off the top rope if a person's able to take you know uh sell that really well it could it could work as a finisher
0: dude in the days with like you know the 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 snake thing from (laughs) oh 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 yeah and Sako is a finisher yeah the chop from the top you do it yes definitely Five minutes in, always be closing. We got WBF versus WWF. Mm-hmm. Sponsored by Ica Pro. We had a tug of war. Body Star Wars next week. I can't wait. With Jim Duggan and his freaky muscle men. That's a direct yes, quote. A
1: freaky, muscle man. freaky muscle men.
0: Freaky muscle men.
1: Freaky muscle muscleman versus uh, captain jim, jim duggan versus captain Miss, mr perfect and his ruthless powerful wrestlers
0: ruthless yes and the berserker just like in beachwear just wearing a Nike pro shirt like, totally <laughs> took me out of everything he's like he doesn't look he just looks like a dude he doesn't look like a killer viking guy he just looks like no. some dude in a tank top
1: no he's got to wear the the official merch for the WBF
0: uh, versus WWF. Yeah, I guess there's no such thing as a Viking Ica Pro tunic. <laughs>
1: that would be awesome. That would be. He should, should go all into the court with his sword.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I was expecting.
1: Yeah, yeah, just just cut the rope in cut hand. Cut the
0: rope, they all fall down and they win. <laughs> They're all done. They're good. It's over. Easy enough. Yes. Know. Perfect has no idea how to promo this. He's like, and we're going to win because I'm perfect, and we'll show yes. you why I'm Mr. Perfect. and uh. Everything will be absolutely perfect. Of yeah. course it
1: will. Next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. I will be
0: there. I, I, no, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> need a flux capacitor at this point to see this thing <laughs> i want to go there i want to no, see it you i want to see it nope.
1: i've missed my calling of, of watching wbf episodes
0: well who goes over i guess you're trying to promote body stars so yeah I, the wrestlers have got to lose plus they use bad guy wrestlers so you want them to
1: lose oh yeah then it's definitely it's definitely because you've got duggan and uh duggan as the the big baby face there so yeah of course the good guys win that one the bad guys i'm sure uh you know throw some shenanigans in there i'm sure there's <laughs> some cheating involving sn- yeah <laughs> throw sand. throwing
0: sand at each other they're distracting with bikini chicks
1: fujis off to the side you know throwing sand or throwing salt in people's eyes Yeah. know
0: sayonara gary stratum
1: <laughs> gary stratum sayonara ha 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 <laughs> very good
0: and from there we go to the update from the pages of wwf magazine brought to you by wrestlefest 92 i mean that's a lot of that we're buying shit left and right (laughs) you can't stop selling you can't
1: stop oh am i gonna buy this now oh now yes i will buy wrestlefest so i can see tennis lessons Given to Bobby Heenan by Gene Okerlund.
0: Yes, they play power tennis. That's going to be like the skit, like the I guess the last one we saw they promoted uh, a videotape like this. Mm-hmm. It was the Bushwhackers in a yoga parlor.
1: Yes, yes, yeah.
0: So they're just putting wrestlers in situations
1: that they find funny. At this
0: yeah. Point. Uh the cover has Macho versus IRS which has like no heat. Yeah. That's the cover for this video. It's true. But a profile on Bret Hart, so you know, all roads lead to Bret. We don't know it now.
1: <laughs> at that at this point,
0: yeah. All roads are really leading the Bret. They're they're starting the they're starting the small push. This is an interesting trend for like exactly this time period. You were kind of like a lapsed fan here, but for a couple of months in a row, we'd get these periodic title changes that no one would see mm-hmm. and they just announced that it happened on the road and we have new tag team champions from worcester massachusetts worcester rooster rooster i, don't, rooster. I can't do that right mm-hmm. uh, the natural disasters have beaten money inc
1: yes they have beat money inc uh we didn't see it no one saw it <laughs> but it, but it, but it apparently happened of course you know they don't have they don't have video footage of the match but they have quote-unquote video footage of uh the money ink after the match
0: yeah i mean what a waste of a cameraman We're like we got this camera crew <laughs> should we f- film the matches nah, f- it. nah nah we don't need the, we don't need the matches no nah, <laughs> no nah, stay back yeah. sage with uh mean gene yeah exactly but that's what people want to see that's god what damn what it see.
1: all the stuff backstage with mean gene yes
0: uh yeah money inks rip shit right now they're uh they're upset yes
1: i don't think i've ever heard jimmy hart talk that high pitched i was like wow he's a soprano
0: he's in falsetto altissimo oh my <laughs> he's goodness way up there
1: it was way up there i wonder if um if uh DiBiase and Rotunda were actually in that room, or was that just him? Just, just a bunch of dudes. Bang, just banging around, and then you know he opens the door. Because you don't see anybody else. You just see him at the door. Yeah, you just see him. We got Rob!
0: He sounds like Beaker. Yeah. <laughs>
1: talking
0: to anyone Uh, we get comments from the new champs earthquake and typhoon who are wearing belts now belt is like an illegal term right now and belt is all over this show they sell it like says, belts Mm -hmm. title shot all the things that he hates right now it's interesting uh they're using all the time well i guess this
1: early they didn't really uh they didn't really worry about it too much you know
0: yeah they used the words that actually meant what they were looking at yeah oh it is a belt it's a title no that's really a belt vince no it's a title (laughs) it's a title yeah. No, Mr is a title. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that is a belt. They do like your your basic babyface promo like we'll fight anyone anywhere anytime anyhow any place in space under the
0: <laughs> under the rug. It'd be great if the nasty boys ran in. Like finally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> finally we could go back for the titles. We could not do it before because it was Buddy ink. Yeah. But yeah, they were they were just calling out, you know, whoever the roster, and the entire roster, we can beat them all
0: minutes 50 seconds in we got red tight phil apollo Mm -hmm. ayo apollo ayo apollo
1: phil pantos better known as phil apollo Mm -hmm. uh um did a lot of wrestling uh north american independent wrestling uh championship wrestling and world-class championship wrestling world class but didn't have a lot uh in the WWF.
0: Well, he gets to lose to Shawn Michaels. He did. Vince is busting Perfect's balls about calling the disasters the, for dummies, and uh, mm-hmm. they'd never be champs and stuff. And he's like, ah, look, they're champs. And oh, there it is. Perfect's like, what do you want for my life? Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah.
1: It seems like a lot of this show was just about, you know, the there was a lot of interaction with Perfect and, and Vince... Uh, doing like side stuff that didn't really have anything to do with what was going on in the ring.
0: Matches really don't mean a lot right now because we're in the middle of promoting two separate things. Exactly. The thing they're mostly promoting with these matches is basically over because by mid-show, mm-hmm. half these feuds don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be on to SummerSlam by the end of this. Yeah. And then we'll forget all about everything. This show is like in between shows. It's yeah. Goofy.
1: Yeah. It's everywhere.
0: We get shots of uh, the Road Warrior as an Ultimate Warrior and Brett girls they're booing Sean that must have been tricky to find teen girls that are going to boo Sean Michaels (laughs) (laughs) especially looking at poor Phil Apollo in the ring because Phil looks like you know good dad running a deli counter kind of guy
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Phil Phil didn't do too much for me if
0: you go nine minutes and 20 seconds in, uh, 28 seconds in mm-hmm. you get uh, Wendy from Wendy's she's booing Sean too
1: oh yeah I like Wendy
0: from Wendy's <laughs> Yeah, square hamburgers man. Get more she's food. got good she's got good hamburgers you get to eat the corner mm. Sean takes uh, some shots to the face again to start the match but he didn't do the gimmick of being pissed off that someone was hurting his face
1: uh, he didn't go look at himself in the mirror
0: no he didn't run out look at himself yelled the guy for hitting him in the face because that was kind of like where they were going the last couple times we've seen him he gets a couple shots by the red titan in the in the the in the dome and he's like no don't touch my face
1: yeah the mirror did come into play into this though in a much different way and i didn't quite understand it it was
0: so so stupid
1: so yeah so phil apollo gets thrown out of the ring yeah he's on the floor sherry walks over to him with the mirror and shows him himself in the mirror
0: his own reflection
1: and for some reason He's distracted
0: by that. God, I look awesome. What, what
1: happened there? Yeah, he's I mean, like, "Ooh, you
0: know, there's a bat in the cave." <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> there's, there's something wrong with that. I've know? never
0: seen that before, and never will again. Whereas they distracted <laughs> the wrestler by his own reflection.
1: By his own reflection, exactly, gives him just enough time for uh, Shawn Michaels to drop off the apron and give him the double axe handle to the back of the
0: head. You know what, when they stopped doing that. Uh, They fought Gangrel and it didn't work at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even there. I don't see myself. I don't see myself. (laughs) I'm not distracted. Damn it. Uh,
1: (laughs) Jerry, you're useless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can't show a vampire reflection. That wasn't going to (laughs) work. Very good. Yeah, I mean, this match shouldn't, I mean, we were not promised this. We were promised to see uh, what happens between Shawn Michaels and the model during the Bret Hart match in primetime wrestling. That's what was mm-hmm. advertised. We never see that clip.
1: Yeah, they were going to show us more of that because all we saw last week was Shawn Michaels coming down to the ring right but they never show it and they said they were going to show us you know more of that but yeah that that never happened
0: very late in the show we hear the story about it which Mm -hmm. we don't have any idea what he's talking about because we didn't get the clip nope we did not get the clip um so yeah i was like a little disappointed we didn't actually get the actual story and now we're between two stories and we're being told a story that we never saw. That's mm-hmm. so a little goofy. Yeah, uh, Goofy is like the name of the game on this one because this is an episode that's trapped between promotion. Yeah. So we got uh, 11 minutes, 54 seconds in. We get Razor Ramon promo which I've labeled number 4,172.
1: Yes, and I agree, because I I think I said this last week with the Razor promos. You know, I am so excited for Razor to come in, but enough with the (laughs) promos of Garrity. We we get it. We get his gimmick. You know, why does it take six weeks of these This is now six. Right. This is six weeks that we've been doing this. It takes six weeks for these guys to... uh, you know, promote this guy's and probably even more than that. Like they haven't even announced that he's coming in. When is he coming in? Is he coming in after SummerSlam? Is he coming in before SummerSlam? We do not know. And all we all we know is we are being introduced to this guy constantly. They didn't even hit us this hard with crush. You thank God. I know, I know, thank God. <laughs> um, I, I think crush promos like might have cut off at five. There were five, and we are on week six of Razor without his entrance anywhere in sight
0: this promo was delightful even though it's we unnecessary where he throws the yeah. poor guy in a fountain <laughs> razors walking around a fountain talking about you know how oh i got the, i got the promo if you want to go through oh you gotta hit me up with some razor uh yes i oh. i did some
1: i did some dictation on this one.
0: Oh, well did you use the uh the the promo droid 6000 i didn't know i did not i
1: i I did not have my promotron 6000 with me so i just did this verbatim yeah this one this one is me typing on a computer all right here we go you know man everybody i mean everybody in the wwf they wishing they could be on top they dreaming of being the wwf champion they may as well be wishing on a star man (laughs) i'm sorry that's funny (laughs) they may as well be tossing their dinero in a wishing well like this monkey. He proceeds to throw him in the water. And he pushes the guy in in the water. Uh, I make his dream come true, man. He dreaming of a swim. (laughs) 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 That was funny. Now, I'm going to make Razor's dream come true, man. Not by wishing. By taking. I'm going to take what I got coming to me, man. The WWF
0: and everything in it. I still find it weird that the closed captioning changes all the Fs to E's. The WWE and everything in it. <laughs> uh, and then we're out. We get an update brought to you by ICA Pro mm-hmm. by Sean Mooney. Uh, uh, the ICA Pro
1: tagline. Did you catch that? Uh,
0: I thought it was, you got to want it. What was the IcaPro tagline? No.
1: Yeah, the tagline for this week, and they've never done this one before. This is a new one. This is probably a Vince. For everybody... Who cares about their body? Ica Pro. (laughs) Okay. Ica Pro for everybody. Like, if you don't take Ica Pro,
0: you don't give a shit.
1: You could care less. You don't care.
0: (laughs) You don't care about your body.
1: Lick about yourself. At all, you are a poor,
0: pathetic individual if you don't take Ike a Pro. Fair enough. <laughs> the two promos we got, I swear, were replays of promos we have seen before almost to a T. You got the high energy, they're going to the top. Yes, they are Continue. they're going on.
1: And they're the only thing I would say about this promo is I feel like I don't know whether they're like putting some, some sort of filter on the video or not but it just seems like they get like not louder volume wise but louder like picture wise like there's it just seems like there's more and more going on with the colors and the designs and things going on there like this this one just seemed like it like hit me in the face just the way that they looked uh, um, with their outfits and then the graphic in the background, it was just like there's a lot going on there. Maybe it's the it's the um the checkerboard yeah. print that they have going on there. It's it's it was like too much for my eyes, too much for my old eyes. <laughs> it
0: really was. Can you tone it down a bit?
1: I know your incessant neon is killing me. And Coco, beware! Just does it, it's. They should just put him on on repeat because <laughs> he has said nothing new. These ha- these promos have been all Owen talking about, you know, uh, the nasty boys and whatnot. The only thing Coco adds to it is him yelling the words high energy. Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's all he knows how to do That's all he's got. Yeah, it's not great. I swear this is the same one from a while ago. It's very similar. Yeah. And same thing with the repo, man. We've heard this one. Promo number two is repo with uh, the summertime, and he hates it because of the light, and they can see him coming. Yeah. Here's another thing about the repo
1: ones. He always starts them the same way. He goes, hey there you are <laughs> like he's looking for you and i'm like i still don't think like he gets the concept of what a repo man does like if you can't find people you've got a problem <laughs> did you get the car
0: now <laughs> i couldn't find him you couldn't find him couldn't find like him the worst repo man
1: exactly he's he's like okay the, the sneaky thing just that's not what repo men are about i
0: don't know i don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you still got some time that you're trying to get people to see these live events that may have these matches. But mm-hmm. by the end of this episode, we're not talking about Repo Bulldog anymore. We're talking about Brett Bulldog. Yes. So why is this even in this show? No clue. It's just confusing. And I, I'm just going to... Repo Man is now... Uh, from that one, from me, hashtag bring back smash because I don't want to see <laughs> you ever again. Bring back smash. I'm all, Bring back smash. I'm definitely on board with
1: that. Mm-hmm. Smash and crush, demolition two.
0: I mean, we're out of this thing we've already saw, and uh, we get uh, yeah. a SummerSlam promo report. This is my favorite SummerSlam music. They just never should have stopped using it.
1: Yeah, I like some of the graphics that they use with the um, the SummerSlam logo going pie you, you see balloons. Uh, it's a party. You see a sailboat, <laughs> summer, and then you and then you see the the British royal, you know, army guy with his big fuzzy hat, yeah, fuzzy hat guard. It goes, like balloons, boat, British fuzzy hat guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Gene just goes over the card, which is now expanding. we got the main event, Macho Warrior, and mm-hmm. we've added Brett Bulldog. So why are we still talking Sean, Michaels, and Repo Man when we're no longer talking about Sean versus Brett Yeah. or Repo versus the Bulldog? We now have Brett Bulldog in the very next segment.
1: Yes, and they even further that by giving them both uh, promos. Brett has a promo and Bulldog has a promo, and they are pushing the the family storyline yes you know brett brett brings it up that davy boy is his brother-in-law uh and then bulldog even says like there's a lot of or it brings in a lot of tension there because of how how close they are
0: like brett's like now the world can know like it was this gigantic secret
1: yeah what
0: (laughs) we're we're gonna let the world know that we're related yeah i don't know brett's always come off like i don't really give a shit about anybody else
1: (laughs) like he's like yeah yeah the the more i watch a lot of these bret hart ones it just seems like he's and maybe that's you know a credit to him because he he can pull it off but he just feels like he's just like my god like i really have to fight this person now yeah don't, doesn't anybody know who i am i'm
0: brett Hart. i'm, <laughs> I'm, brett,
1: I'm brett goddamn heart i shouldn't yeah. have to deal with this shit
0: yeah it's personal yeah and uh, bulldogs talking family tension i mean mm-hmm. oh well yeah uh, this is this is a dream match that they announced after this thing oh my god i was so happy oh yeah i have to go back and
1: watch because i know i watched the SummerSlam at some point but i do have to watch these this this match
0: yeah. Uh, it's Undertaker versus Kamala. This Ooh, is a dream come true, yes. man. This oh, is the yes. greatest thing ever to happen to us. It's Undertaker versus Kamala. Yeah, I am
1: actually going to go back and watch SummerSlam 92 so I can watch this particular match. Oh, we're doing it on the show for sure. I just wish. I wish, I wish, I wish. And I, maybe they'll do something with it in the next three weeks or so. Because they do. Uh, each one of them has a promo on this. But I feel like I want a backstory here. Mm-hmm. I want something to go on with just kamala trying to eat the undertaker or something like that
0: i'm pretty sure his gimmick is he's scared to death of the casket okay like he is completely scared shitless of this casket and he's just going to be freaking out well it's not a casting it's a casket match is it I don't remember but I, I i do kind of remember a big ass casket i don't know if it was the Yokozuna yeah. one or the or if they brought one out for kamala but we'll see hmm. I yeah. just have a hazy memory, it's been 30 friggin' years yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I have a hazy memory about No, that
1: we're going to watch it again, man
0: Oh yeah, we're seeing yeah, it
1: <laughs> We are watching SummerSlam 92 I
0: like how Min Jing calls him the Grimmest The Grimmest E-S-T The Grimmest <laughs> Reaper And I'm like, the Grimmest Reaper? And the Grimmest like, Reaper I, I even drew a little picture like that one of Grimmest, a, in, in you know, the grimmest
1: as the Undertaker <laughs> That's, the <laughs> that's what that was i thought you were in, like combining purple undertaker with with gray undertaker in that picture i was like what the hell is that yeah, he's the grimace reaper the grimace <laughs> oh, he's the grimace reaper oh yeah. i get it now That's awesome.
0: We get a new closing line from The Undertaker doing a promo for this. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Paul's like, I got to build a big ass casket. What a pain in the ass. (laughs) And The Undertaker ends it not with rest in peace, but darkness rules.
1: Darkness does rule. Why
0: didn't he keep that? Like, that is so metal. Darkness rules. (laughs) Darkness rules. Yes. Sign of the devil, dude. (laughs) Darkness rules.
1: I would have kept that. I like that one.
0: Also, now on the card for SummerSlam, Sean versus Martell. Yes. Which, they have a picture of Shawn Michaels and Rick Martell as kind of like the, the, the promo picture. And Martell still has all of Tatanka's bullshit.
1: Oh, yeah. Still- and even in the promo against Shawn Michaels, he's wearing the goddamn feathers on his hat. <laughs> So there's nothing, you know, he's still got the thing going on with Tatanka there. This match, by the way, uh, this is another one that I do want to watch because I feel like both of them can obviously go. The only problem with it that I can foresee is because Martel is so ingrained in his gimmick that i feel like it's going to be a little bit too gimmicky
0: i think this one was kind of haha i i think yeah. these guys like made a pact not to touch each other's faces and they, they do the, like a whole bit about like don't hurt my pretty
1: mm, yeah see and i and i feel like both of them could be- could easily go and that I, I feel like it could have been a good match
0: we see tataka we've already seen sean we've seen brett and we have this promo where they're talking about uh something that happened on primetime wrestling where martel was going to become intercontinental champion but Shawn michael stuck his nose in his business because we didn't get
1: to see it yeah we haven't we haven't seen we haven't seen any of that yet.
0: yeah he's talking yeah. about something that happened that interfered with one of them becoming champion and we never we didn't get to see it so i have no idea why these guys are pissed off of each other i also have no idea why there's fighting the other guys yeah because this show is in the middle of two shows we can't get word from sean because he he has left the building yeah the model's bitching that he almost uh won the intercontinental belt but sean came down and uh got in the way so he's got a beef with sean that we didn't see yeah no no promo from sean he's left the building yeah yeah. well
1: they 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 plug a a promo from sean but then oh wait nope 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 he has left the building (laughs) sorry everybody
0: at the midway point here we're 20 minutes and 32 seconds in and uh red tight jason speed
1: jason speed so jason speed uh only had didn't have a wikipedia page like some of some of his predecessors if you couldn't believe that um only has like three matches to his name i feel like he got into the game because of his name and thought i'm gonna be something big
0: because i'm Jason Speed. That was a street name. He's actually a drug guy. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, did you see Jason Speed. Yes, he's right down the street next to Johnny Coke. Johnny Coke. <laughs> <laughs> And Crystal Clear from... Uh, Crystal Clear. What, what movie was that? <laughs>
1: oh, I have no idea. It
0: was uh, The Green Hornet. Speed's not long for this world because uh, No Music Nails comes down.
1: Yeah, he just comes down and kicks the shit out of
0: him. <laughs> there's no,
1: it's not even a wrestling match. It's not even a wrestling match. He comes in, he chokes him, he kicks him while he's down, squeezes him out, the whole thing's over in, like, two minutes there was not a wrestling mat wrestling hold to be found in that match
0: yeah a nails match is everything except the match because Mm -hmm. we we get a boss man chant which is pretty big and i don't remember a lot of chanting going on back then but here we go yeah we got a new gimmick the ref pats down nails like he goes and assumes the position and the ref goes and like basically searches him before the match Mm -hmm. and gives him a pat down and then the ref grabs some rubber gloves.
1: Says <laughs> <laughs> <Just> bend over.
0: <laughs> and the show took a turn I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh my God.
1: Oh, that must be the hidden scenes. I didn't see that part.
0: Yeah. The ref does a whole pat down, but lets him keep the friggin' nightstick. We're gonna search you for weapons. Oh wait. I know you have one right over there. <laughs> Yeah, you don't need that. Nails is eleven foot twelve. This dude is tall. Yeah, he is. He definitely is. Get him out of that sack because he it's just making him look like
1: smaller than he is. Yeah. If you watch this match from beginning to end, you do not see a single wrestling match
0: move. No, it's all brawler moves. It is. And then the uh the nightstick and choke beatdown is so uh expected at this point. Like the stretcher's yeah. already there. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah he's he barely start beating him down and out comes the stretcher team yeah
1: <laughs> you can see the guy the one guy bringing the stretcher down is like here we go again sure <laughs> this guy I'm so ready for
0: it <laughs> yeah we, we just had a feeling <laughs> we're gonna need the stretch this guy out
1: we knew it was coming we knew it was coming
0: uh, speaking of people all on the way out perfect leaves well vince mentions
1: that the macho undertaker or not a macho undertaker macho uh ultimate warrior meeting is next and perfect bolts at that point because he assured us that he was not leaving the booth if you remember yes but he, he just left the booth
0: and uh, but, but he just did guess what's not next that interview because we're yes. in the event center
1: <laughs> we go to the event center for another from uh, a couple of promos here we get one from uh, the berserker where I truly feel like the berserker is actually berserk because nothing he said was actually true <laughs> No, <laughs> he's talking about how he... Yeah, he's talking. He's talking about how he beat down the Undertaker. How he basically, you know, the the Undertaker had a taste of the Berserker, just a taste of the Berserker. I was like, that was that was it. It's <laughs> like you got your ass handed to you, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Even in the initial one where he pulls out the uh, the sword and starts hitting mm-hmm. people with the shield, mm-hmm. uh, the Undertaker rises from the dead and chases them out. Yeah, didn't didn't really get him there exactly. And then you had basically the blow off match, which they showed where. The Undertaker kicks his ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes. He got his ass kicked several times.
0: <laughs> Five minutes ago, we were just told that he's fighting Kamala. Yeah. So, Berserker, you're done. The like, promo doesn't make any sense for anything we're watching right now. You're truly Berserk. He is. He's not. Yeah. Uh, we got the Mountie, and for some reason, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart, just because? We're still talking Sarge. This one hasn't changed. I love how the Mountie says, You'd be a hostage in Canada.
1: <laughs> yes, I noticed that too. You'd be a hostage. Why? Because he likes the US?
0: No, he's an American military man. He'd be like, you'd yeah. be a hostage. We'd you, you're, you're, yeah, you're on I, foreign soil as, a, as an American. I,
1: I really don't think Canada is that harsh.
0: <laughs> on our on our servicemen?
1: Yes, exactly. Yes. What? You, you you fought in a war for America? Get over here.
0: He's a spy. Lock him up. Uh.
1: I also want to know where the Heart Foundation headquarters is and why they're getting so many letters to it. Oh, yeah, like Jimmy Hart's. That was the beginning of the promo right there. A lot of letters come to the Heart Foundation headquarters. Doesn't
0: he have like a beef and beer or something that he always plugs? Maybe that's
1: it. Like, Maybe that could be it. That's the Heart Foundation headquarters? The
0: Heart Foundation headquarters oh. this is this
1: beach barbecue place. I want to send a letter. I want to send a letter to I me. want to send a letter to the Heart Foundation headquarters. Are you still there?
0: Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all the
1: time Uh, speak to me Heart foundation headquarters
0: well 10 minutes after it was just next we get the main gene interview with the warrior and uh macho warriors out first yes crowd goes nuts but there's a bigger pop for macho i'm very proud of my fans here there's a bigger pop for the macho man
1: there is yes I, i like how they did the giant pullback to show the entire crowd for for Macho too, that like that's that's genius there because that that kind of made his entrance more grandiose yes. than than Warrior's uh, entrance because they just show where like doing his normal run in and you know going like this a lot but but when they get to Macho like they pull back and it's like oh this is a big event. Yeah, you, know, you want to see everybody. Yelling. It's
0: the champ, man. He deserves it. Yeah, uh, the warrior speaks first. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> I ha- I have the whole interview between him and Macho dictated.
0: I like how he he, uh, he spends a lot of time explaining who's who in this interview. It's <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Are you ready? Yeah, hit me up for uh, Dom translates the warrior. Well, well, here's the thing. I'm a little bit
1: thrown off here because like it's not. It's not necessarily Dom translate the word because I certainly understood what he was <laughs> saying here. However, he just says it all in the wrong order. Yeah, he's all over the place. You just have to put the you just have to put the words in the sentence the right way. Like he's like a pituary Yoda
0: at this point. Yeah, he's like a Rubik's cube. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is what he's doing. He's putting like verbs in the wrong place in sentences. So here's what he says. Here's what he says after he, uh, after Gene asked him his first question, which is basically how um, uh, does he want to be the WWF champion again?
0: He's like, no, and leaves and they roll the credits. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Roll the credits. I
0: don't. It's a pain in the ass.
1: Right here it goes.
0: Let these words
1: I speak. Paint the picture and tell how bad I want at SummerSlam, Macho man. this is what will take place Whoa. One <laughs> one warrior let that be i <laughs> i'm that guy yes exactly shall give one macho man let that be you
0: <laughs> like, i i know dude it's written all over yeah, my yeah, outfit yeah. I I it this. says I macho right here it's i got God. this i'll be macho you be warrior you okay you got this okay they, they even introduced us that way dude we're
1: good uh, an opportunity to prove himself to be the very best for if the WWF championship belt represents the best then let it fit properly around the one's waist who is <laughs> that's how the sentence is.
0: yeah he's, he's dangling stuff
1: it's just in the like I get it but you're just in the wrong order there. Although, Macho Man, I see you as one of the very best, I cannot with a clear conscience see you as the best. And then Macho says, Is that right? You could do a better Macho than me. My Macho sucks. But anyway, (laughs) well, I got a problem with that, Ultimate Warrior. I got a big problem with that. You might consider yourself the best because you have beaten the best in the WWF since you came into the WWF, and that might make you, in your own mind, the best that ever was. But let me give you a wake-up call. In Wembley Stadium, I'm going to prove to you and the entire world that the macho man, Randy Savage, is better than the best.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: So we got that. Hey. Macho knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah. I think as we're trying to figure out what the warrior is saying, we should also do a rotation count for the Macho Man. How many times he spins himself around. <laughs> just like keeps on rotating. He's like in orbit of himself. That's a drinking game. Um, under Our Ultimate Warrior continues by saying, that may
1: be the vision you have in your psychedelic mind, <laughs> but Macho Man... I rise in the morning with the vision, the same vision that I lay to sleep with at night. (laughs) He's always having this vision. It's constant. It's just never ending. Yes. And that vision is to once again become the World Wrestling Federation champion in front of 80,000 people, warriors, and macho maniacs. I will realize this dream. And then he goes, Now let the pass. And Macho cuts him off after that. And then he's off. That's just to get through the the warrior stuff. But I, I truly believe he needs to go back to grammar school. Because it made sense. Like, it, maybe it's because I've listened to a bunch of these now and dictated several of them that he's actually starting to speak to me a little bit. <laughs> I can start to understand warrior speak.
0: Yeah, it, it takes a while, but then you become fluent. It's like a warrior <laughs> immersion program. Yes,
1: it is. It is. Yes. It, Just three short weeks.
0: I've been doing Duolingo for a while on Warrior. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting there. My level's pretty high right now.
1: Exactly. I tried the memorized version, but it was just a lot of pictures of him yelling at me.
0: Do you think the Warrior got in trouble for underselling Wembley Stadium? Do you think when he said 80,000, Vince McMahon was like losing his shit in the back? God! Damn
1: it! It's ninety thousand. Ninety thousand. I'm I'm sure. I mean, there was a lot that pissed
0: Vince off about the Warriors, though. So. <laughs> yeah. like, the Macho Man started like a, uh, adopting this horrible catchphrase that I was not a fan of mm-hmm. while he was champion the second time, which he came up with it during an interview with Mean Gene about Flair, mm-hmm. where it's like, "I'm the champion and you're not," and that's like yeah. his tagline now. That is the way that he ends. Yeah. And he uses it for the Warrior again. Yeah. Then, in the weirdest form of choreography I've ever seen, <laughs> Gene and the Warrior leave. Yeah, out comes Flair and Perfect. The Warrior, King Kong's himself, from like under from like the floor, starts beating his, his chest like a, like a gorilla, mm-hmm. and comes back up to Macho. Yeah, Flair gets on mic, being completely rip shit about not having a match, of course. and calls out Macho and Warrior. Perfect gets on the mic, calling Macho a ch- the Macho Chicken, which you yeah. know, I- in full Marty McFly. Sends Macho to the ring. Yes.
1: Sends him flying to the ring because you call me
0: chicken. So he gets double teamed. Perfect starts hanging him with his belt. Yeah. Like like an Italian grandmother. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the warrior uh, runs in to make the save. And this is where, you know, of the two... I'm probably, Mm -hmm. these were two of my favorite at the time. And of the two, this was always difficult because I liked Warrior, I liked Macho. I didn't like seeing them fight each other because I liked Warrior and I liked Macho. Mm -hmm. But this is where I lost Macho for a little bit because Warrior picks up the championship politely, really politely for for an absolute spaz. Yeah. (laughs) Politely hands the belt back to Macho. Yeah. Who grabs it. Rips it. Rips it right out of his hand and like gets into his face and starts shit. And then all the officials run out to put an end to the segment yeah
1: so that i mean obviously they that that's the point that they wanted to get to uh with seeing warrior and macho in the ring because they haven't had a feud before this so they needed something to give it some girth that that would be, that they could now start to build in the next few weeks from a few promos here and there between the two of them so they have something for SummerSlam.
0: I don't remember if Flair gets involved in the match at the end. I know it doesn't end with anybody getting pinned. Mm-hmm.
1: One thing I, I noticed
0: about uh,
1: Flair's little promo was he he beats up guys with paint on their face. He specializes in it. I yeah. wonder if that was like, sting. is that a sting? It's
0: got to be a sting or a Road Warrior. Yeah,
1: I just wondered if that was like a little nod to nod to Sting there.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty good dig. I didn't think about that. I was, I was thinking Road Warriors because they're both NWA guys, but then I'm yeah, like, now it's probably a Sting. You're probably right. It's probably yeah. Uh, they, they didn't really need flair involved in this unless he was going to get involved and like i say i don't remember if he does because uh there's deep history here like macho cost the warrior the title the first time around he hit him with a scepter and got and then uh sergeant slaughter got the pin over him at The Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. for between before WrestleMania 7. Then they had the big career ending match at WrestleMania 7, and the Warrior put Savage out. Savage out. So this could really be the rubber match that like Macho cost him the title, Warrior cost him his career for a good bit of time, and that could have been the story behind it too. They got bad blood. Yeah. Uh, even though they're good guys they got bad blood between them
1: well this is well before they started doing like matches that had quote unquote history right you know they were still they were focusing on the here and now so they needed something new to push with these guys they they didn't really you know think of the old the old matches as being anything that could that they could use to push them
0: Coming to the end of it. We got 37 minutes and 33 seconds in. Always be closing. We got a kid eating a Roddy Piper ice cream bar. Yeah. Perfect is back. Um, Red Tyler, who the Mike guy calls Taylor. Yeah. And uh, Chris Duffy, the Disney bear, uh, (laughs) is is in the ring.
1: Oh. Does he have, like, a little... Mickey Mouse on his foot. He
0: should. he should. Tyler's gotta be related to The Undertaker. These dudes look too much alike. I wonder. I might have to do a little
1: might have to do a little dick, digging. I did find one there's not much on Red Tyler. For as much as we see him in these shows, I didn't find one little tidbit on him that I never noticed before, in that he has gone by another name that you're just absolutely gonna love in, in other promotions. Are you ready for this? Is it the Overtaker? What is it? No. No, but it's not too far far off actually are you ready yeah black heart destruction
0: (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) he named himself afterwards like college metal band We're Blackheart Distraction. I really think we should go with free beer, man. If we just say, like, free beer at <laughs> at the Brown House, people will show up. Yeah. Thinking that they're going to get free beer. But we're free beer. See yeah. how that is? It's, like, yes. really cool. Blackheart Destruction. People are just going to think they're going to be heartbroken and die. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I just thought that was interesting. That's yeah, the hot-toppiest of names,
1: isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. But he could have been, like, a good tag team partner for The Undertaker. The Undertaker and Blackheart Destruction.
0: Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Vince is uh, calling the belt the belt all day long in this thing, talking about the championship belt, belt, belt. So I don't know where his, uh, his anger about the word belt came from. It's all he's saying. Because uh, out comes the Beverly's and Fredo Macho with a poem about fantastic syncopation.
1: Yes, I was... I was uh, even though it was a bad poem, I was very impressed with the fact that he rhymed federation
0: he did get the rhyme federation but it was, it was fantastic syncopation but the poem was completely on the beat i don't understand uh. there's nothing there's no offbeat followed by a rest there was nothing oh <laughs> uh, darn it no stinko patatas out there if you go uh, 38 minutes 28 seconds in Uh, Two people who died 18 years ago but weren't informed by their body are booing the Beverly Brothers. (laughs) Oh, about that. Yeah, these are the oldest people of all time. (laughs) It's the Crypt Keeper's grandfather and his wife.
1: (laughs) I'm all about it.
0: Uh, We get the LOD chant Mm -hmm. while Blake is absolutely killing Duffy. Like, Blake just (laughs) destroys this guy.
1: Oh, they do. The Beverly Brothers, once again, just look phenomenal. They kick the shit out of these two guys. Yeah, but it's it's all about, like, uh, you know, Legion of Sissies even yells it during the match at one point, you know, trying to get a rise out of the crowd.
0: Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how moves off the rope never look like they hurt because the rope is bouncy and springy. Mm-hmm. Blake, like, throws this guy's head on top of the rope and, like, it should have popped off like a Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> like, that one looked like it hurt. <laughs> so I was like, hey, a rope move that looks like it hurts.
1: Nice. Good for Chris Duffy. Selling.
0: Picture-in-picture of the Beverly's themselves. And this is, like, a trend we've been seeing for the last couple of weeks where the picture-in-picture is of the people, not the opponent.
1: Yes. And this was one of the uh, first promos of the Beverly's that I actually agree with because they're just saying how stupid the puppet is.
0: <laughs> they were right the whole time. Oh, you're right. sissies. You're walking around like a f-ing puppet. Yes. you're the Legion of Doom, and you yes. have a you have a puppet walking around with a muppet and we were right you're totally sissies and we look badass in the ring and (laughs) we should have had more beverly's in our life
1: yes i was all about the beverly's after that i'm on beverly i'm on the beverly train
0: blake uh no Bo is in there while they're chanting lod and he's like working the crowd like their finisher is just awesome red tyler takes it right to the snoot yeah like he goes nose first into this move like he doesn't protect himself at all it was awesome I love that move. Just for doing that, they shouldn't have painted him. Like he's the guy that they paint. <laughs> Los. But after taking that thing right to the face, they should be like, like game, respect game. We're gonna paint Duffy the the Disney bear. <laughs> Meanwhile,
1: Duffy's like gone it's at Duffy's this point. Gone. He's just he's walking back down the aisle. Screw that, dude. No,
0: I'm not getting painted. Yeah, out. exactly. Very clever Beverly Sisters sign. Yeah. 40 minutes, 38 seconds in. We got Meatheads from Tapakega Beer. <laughs> and uh, they have big thumbs down for, uh, uh, for the Beverlys. They don't like the Beverly Brothers. No. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm calling Red Tyler the Undertaker's version of Danny DeVito from Twins. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just looks like the, the Anti Taker. Uh, yeah.
1: Oof, oof.
0: Oh, I just got the old guys. There yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's... What is that woman doing in the crowd?
0: They, they don't look like they have any other family. They're like, let's go to the wrestling. Yes. You know, yeah.
1: like... These two have been going to these, these events for years upon years upon years.
0: Guys like wearing a polo shirt, but with one of those turquoise uh, Texas ties.
1: Yep. And a yes.
0: turquoise uh, giant belt buckle.
1: I had one of those ties, man.
0: Yeah, but you didn't wear it with a polo shirt.
1: That was cool. <laughs> I, I will start wearing it with a whole shirt.
0: Is that going to be your new move? You're to be the.
1: I'm a. I'm a trendsetter. i
0: going to start wearing feathers.
1: I'm going to start wearing the feathers.
0: Why is Than wearing feathers everywhere?
1: <laughs> so I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> ah, ah, I am a model.
0: Yeah, but he sounds like <laughs> the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> ah, ah, ah.
1: I've got three feathers. Count
0: them: one, two. Three. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, bit, it's a submission move. He can count along with the guy as he, gets, as he pins him.
1: <laughs> That'd be awesome.
0: Look, ref like, slaps his hand down once and he's like, ah, ah, ah. Always <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, be closing because uh, mm-hmm. we have Gary Stratum on the cover of WBF Magazine and he's too legit to quit. I did some research here.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, I'm ready for this.
0: Because on the cover, Too Legit to Quit. I was like, when did that song come out? Yeah. October 1991. Okay. Is when Too Legit to Quit actually uh, was released and was charting. We are now in um, July of 92, almost August of 92. Wow. I hear the kids are Too Legit. Put that on the cover. I
1: don't know what it means, but we're putting it on the cover. Sounds like something Gary Stridon would do.
0: Yeah, we're already kind of like... Uh, I don't know if Lex Luger was actually trying to have a WBF career here, uh, mm-hmm. or they were using the WBF to promote Lex, or using Lex to promote them, because we have a, f- a feature of Lex in the magazine. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. WBF is not long for this world, and Lex is going to come in as an actual wrestler. Soon after that, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I don't know if he debuts at WrestleMania. I don't remember.
1: Maybe that's why. Maybe he was looking into doing the bodybuilding thing, but because the WBF folds, he's like, well, I guess I'm going back to the, the wrestling.
0: Yeah, but we're in the update, and we get a promo from Shango, mm-hmm. who's talking about the wrong opponent, because we're in between two <laughs> shows here. He's driving me crazy.
1: He's uh, he's still got his sights set on The Ultimate Warrior. Even the warrior just started a feud with uh, Macho. Uh,
0: disturbing, he wants to enter the warrior's body. Ooh. That's what he says. He's going to enter the warrior's body. From which angle? <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. I don't know if he's going nasal. I don't know. Takes him down with a small package. Uh. <laughs> Badom Ching. Badom Ching. <laughs> uh. Insert rim shot sound effect here. And... Uh, I might have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, promo number two, we got Big Boss Man talking nails.
1: Yeah. And Boss Man is just feeding off of what he got off of the the promo they got last week. Because now he's just yelling at the screen <laughs> and keeping that whole thing going. And he's really pushing the whole law, order and justice thing, which once again does not. Just-tist. just yeah. tist.
0: just justice. just J-U-S-T. Yes. T-I-S-T. There's double T's. Just yeah. tits. Just tits. Just Just tits. Just no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of trouble with some words on this one because he tripped over hard time at the end. He had to say his final line twice. Yes, and you came out of
0: my path instead of out of my path. Eek. Yeah. Eek. Yeah, Eek. he was, Yeah. He was deprived of oxygen. He was beaten in the head. Yeah. I guess so. What do you want from the guy?
1: I guess so lost a few brain cells with all that weight yeah
0: he's trying to <laughs> he's lost weight yeah he's, he's yeah he's malnourished yeah that could be it okay yeah, we'll give him a pass me well uh did you like the episode then
1: <laughs> um you know it had its ups and downs on this one i because we as you said we're kind of like in a limbo period we're starting to push to SummerSlam, but we're still you know in in my eyes who as a as a child watching this stuff, I hadn't seen those blowoffs, right? Uh, you know that we watched. So there, there was nothing there, you know. And maybe I just didn't care back then. I just was more interested in seeing the the characters uh, rather than to see these these blowoffs happen. So yeah, you know, I I I like where they're heading, but I didn't. I don't like the transition. I guess that's what I'm saying. The transition is just a little, it's a little too confusing.
0: Yeah, I literally drew a Venn diagram of one circle with the word tour in it, another Mm -hmm. circle with the word SummerSlam in it, and this show Mm -hmm. is the thing that's in the middle. Yeah, Because it's trying to promote two different things at the same time using the same people. Mm-hmm. Event centers were about the old feuds and all this show was about the new feuds that we're gonna see into SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. So it was really watching two different promotions simultaneously. All the pre tape stuff was about the past, and all this current stuff that we're seeing is moving towards the future of SummerSlam. Yeah. And this episode's trapped in the middle of it. Uh, my biggest disappointment is we didn't get the model Sean swap of, of opponents because that was gonna make that was gonna bridge some of this story yeah, where we're going to be like okay, Brett's got to face his brother in-law mm-hmm. and Sean is fighting the model but why because something happened but we didn't get to see it we didn't
1: get to see that so we don't know why that was yeah that would have tied a few loose ends up easily
0: Uh, i really like seeing the the mega superstars of the warrior and macho Mm -hmm. so that that was kind of nice because even though we see the warrior we don't really see the warrior like we saw the warrior uh fight to just get into a feud with shango like he beat up skinner just be like hey warriors back and then he beat up knobs to go get you know his tummy ache but then he's off tv you don't you gotta pay for the warrior yeah yeah. Uh what was your best match?
1: I'm gonna have to go you know, I really like the, the Beverly Brothers, so I'm gonna have to go Beverly Brothers again. I just think they're they're very technically sound. They make they make good matches. It is a, a daily
0: double. Oh nice. Uh because uh, I, I did uh Beverly's as well. Very good. Uh your red tight of the week. My red tight has to be Saturn, man,
1: just because it's it's our first vi- view of of him, you know, as a as a red tight. It's crazy <laughs> that's Saturn. Yeah, man that's a Perry. saddle doesn't of, look a thing like him yeah
0: my uh red tight is uh the team of uh duffy and tyler because uh duffy takes that shot off the top rope that looks like mm-hmm. he just like his spine should have come out of his back and his head should have rolled into the row three nice and red tyler <laughs> took that spike to the nose like I, I don't know how he protected his nose because he goes Oof. face first spike down on his snoot it's awesome and uh it worked great. I mean, whatever he did to protect himself, good job. Because yeah. it looked like he got most right in the nose. Got a clobber. Yeah. Well, next week we got Brett, the Nasty Boys, an interview with The Undertaker. That should be fun. Yeah. Papa Shango and the Legion of Doom.
1: Very good. I look forward to that. There's some good stuff there yeah so we'll see how that goes
0: we will see how that goes that will be like also. week three from this arena probably
1: yes we we should be in three we're week three or week four
0: and that's it good stuff wonderful yeah so you know what we say now
1: we say sayonara undertaker ha, 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 yes. ha, ha. Shawn
0: michaels has
1: left the building he has